couple of years down the road, you are hanging out. Yeah. You are hanging out in sunny Los Angeles, California, <clears throat> baby. Okay. And you are loving life. Why? What's changed? You're just feeling good about... Oh, that was grim. The present. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not even thinking about the future. Okay. Why? Because you've decided that you are trying to just live in the moment. You know what I mean? You are just trying to take life one wave at a time. You kind of think to yourself. I can... Okay. Waves? Talking about waves now? Yeah. You've been like uh, surfing? No, Pat. I have no balance i tore my scrotum rollerblading in eighth grade i can't i'm not gonna be able to stand up on a surfboard but you remember when you tore that that tight little scrotum of yours in eighth grade that's probably that's probably fair eighth grade you remember yeah you remember the doctor saying to you like whoa aaron i gotta be honest with you yeah this is one of the worst cases of a you know torn of a torn scrot that i've seen (laughs) In my career, is that, is that a is that a diagnosable condition? Torn scrot. Yeah, torn scrot. And so, oh, um, gross. The doctor uh, is talking to you. He's like, "So you know, you t- you tore your damn scrot, but uh, just so you know, like one good thing about this is that you can you have you have a get out of gym free card. Basically, you're not going to be able to do anything physical." Anything involving sports, even approaching. It. <clears throat> He's like, honestly, don't even watch sports for like three weeks. You know what? I like I I like sports. A lot of people don't know this about me. I like sports. I'm a big sports yeah, you're, fan. Yeah, you, you love football love and football, you love, love baseball. Yeah. I like hockey, you know? I'm I'm into sure. sports. I, I like I like playing sports. So that's why especially yeah, as that's a why, kid. Sure. And that is why that torn scrote hurts just a little more than it should. But the doctor told you, like, ba- like basically, you're not going to be able to do, um, you know, a lot of physical activity uh, for a while. Um, right. But, you know, there's always surfing. He kind of like shrugs. I just tore my scrotum falling off of roller skates. Why well, it turns out? Why am I going to be able to surf? It turns out that um, surfing uh, really doesn't involve that much use of your scrotum. So yeah, but it's like, a balance question, Pat. It's not got anything to do with my D and B. See, the reason that you got so good at surfing is that with the torn scrot, there is a, a certain like um, stance that you can do that kind of like helps you with your balance. That only people who have torn their goddamn scrotums apart can do. So it's like a it's like a stance that like I get into out of necessity because it's like the most comfortable or the you know the least amount of pain on my torn sack. Yeah, it's out of necessity, but it's also out of pride. Also, like my scrotum was torn at this point decades ago. Uh, I'm probably not worried about it anymore. You know. It's the balance more yeah. than anything. 
well, yeah, but uh, for the past couple of years, every time you you kind of are like, you know what? I used to love playing uh, basketball back in the day. I should like uh, maybe start shooting around a little bit. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Whenever you start to do that, like right as you're about to step onto the court, you get like a like a all. I can only describe it as like a tingling. Yeah. Where? You know, tell me. Tell me exactly where, Pat. So you know how Spider-Man uh, has like a spider sense, yeah, that warns I, him of danger. Yeah, I know, I know. So you have a you have a scrotum sense, a scrotum sense. And, Are you fucking? And what doing it does, what it does is at, every time you're about to do something that's gonna like you know, fuck up that old um, old injury or whatever. Yeah, it kind of tingles, and you know, like oh, I shouldn't do that. So when when you're about to step into that court, you just feel like a little tingle that's a shame and you're kind of like what the heck and as like as you like put your foot above the um the you know above the court to step onto it yeah. it turns from a slight tingle to a constant pulverizing it does not feel good what do you mean by pul- pulverizing like it's getting torn apart like it like, like it's like it's being used as a punching bag dude that's what it feels like. That's I'm not just, saying that's what that's just blood pumping through that area of my body. Through my scrotum. I mean, I don't know if it's blood, but man, I hope it is. For your sake. I just feel I just feel an intense, incredible pain. Like you know how like boxers do that thing where there's like a um speed bag? Yeah. It's like your bag is a speed bag. My my entire ball bag. It's just Entire. being higher. Is is it moving? Is it like spasming? Like is something in there swinging my shit around? Like what's going on? It's just it's just a you know it's a danger sense. It's just a you know. But it's is it is it physically moving my testicles, Pat? Yes. That's fu- that's so fucked up. You're doing that. Left, right. Oh, they're north mm-hmm. and south. My balls know cardinal directions. Are you kidding me? Your balls are taken on a journey. So you're like, okay, I'm not going to play basketball. Man, that's so kind of like, I was, you've kind of, I'm so what? much better at basketball than you would think I am. Really? Yeah, dude. What was your position? I was always, man, I was a ball handler. I was a guard. Uh, I mean, playing with like friends and stuff, you know, like in the local parks, kids from the next town over would come run it with us. I had a smooth J, I could hit it from deep. Sure. I, got, I got eyes in the back of my head. If you're open, so, if I'll find you. So back in the day when you're playing a uh, point guard uh, for the uh, the Dupo Express, that's what you guys called yourselves. <laughs> my friends and I call ourselves the Dupo Express. Named after uh, the town of Dupo, Illinois, your hometown. <laughs> There's a train that runs right through the middle of my town. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people late for school because of that fucking train. So, yeah, it was kind of like an ironic joke because you guys like like one time you were almost like expelled because you were so late uh, <laughs> and it was because of the train. And you were like, what the fuck? The train was it went for like two and a half hours. Yeah, dude, people literally get stuck there for hours. I, I live in a John. I grew up in a John Cougar Mellon camp song. Sure. It's fucking awful. Sucking on those chili, chili dogs, dogs waiting for the train to go past outside the dairy could- land. Your life could be a, a country song. You think that sometimes. Dairyland is the name of the restaurant in Dupo. It's where uh, it's where my ska band had their very first show. 
in the back room. We moved the pool table, had like 40 people in there. It ripped. Yeah? Yeah, dude. It was so much fun. What was the name of the band? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. The point is that things are getting weird. So anyway, you're living your life, Los Angeles, hanging out. Yeah. Uh, really good at surfing. Not, yeah, you got really good at surfing because they told you that's the only thing that you'd be allowed, you know, pretty much the only thing you can do. So surfing is kind of taking over stuff, uh, taking over life. So, well, not taking over life, but you use it, like I said, in casual conversation. Like yeah. we were talking about waves and shit earlier. Yeah. So like sometimes, like so someone will be like, hey, Aaron, uh, like your friends will call you. They'll be like, hey, Brooksy, can you, you want to come over? And, and you say, yep, I'll, I'll be there in just a couple of waves. <laughs> and you're like, all right. And so what you've been doing is you've been uh, just surfing. Like, that's how you get around. So what you do is. What do you mean, is, Pat? I can't surf everywhere. I live up a tall hill. How the sure. fuck am I gonna am I gonna surf home from work? What you do is you like uh you'll if you're going like north, let's say, yeah, you'll go to the beach and you'll just surf as north as you can to get as close to that uh <sighs> you know? So you're doing that. So you're like, you're like surfing to work basically and shit like that. That sucks Just so fucking around. bad. The logistics of that LA is hard enough to get around, let alone getting to a beach and then having to surf to whatever fucking latitude the place I'm going to is. Or what the fuck, Pat? I'm just saying that, you know, you, you're really into surfing and uh, you are kicking ass, dude. What do you you're mean? Surfing like things are going pretty well for you. Like you're like, um, you're known as the, uh, the surfers comedian <laughs> where what will happen is you'll do like gigs. You'll do, you know, you'll, you'll tell your little fucking jokes. Me and, and Joey Zimmerman. Joey Z. Yeah, sure. And so what will happen is, uh, you and Joey Z will do these shows where what happens is, uh, you'll just tell jokes about surfing that only like the hardcore surf heads yeah. will get. And because and like, you know, your shit, dude. So like, you'll go up there and you'll be like, hey, you ever notice that sometimes, um, you know, you'll see someone boogie boarding and people and it's like, we should just kill these people. <laughs> are the boogie, are boogie boarders the improvs <laughs> of the uh, competitive <laughs> water sports? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good way to put it. Oh, man. And so, um, yeah, so like you. Yeah, like like. Uh, a, a boogie boarder actually like uh, moved in next door to you yeah. recently and you um, were so pissed off that you uh, made you got them to you tricked them into thinking that their house was haunted because you set up all these elaborate traps and stuff like that and recordings and like, right. they moved out I mean that's kind of like a it's kind of cool week. yeah you felt really proud of yourself I mean just, just as like a sheer accomplishment that seems like very impressive you know I mean I, I don't yeah. I probably don't feel good about me as like a a person who I am. Oh yeah, that. I mean, the, you know, the, the the children there, they they grew up and they're not able to have meaningful relationships. Oh come on, anyone. Pat, come on. They're not. That's not going to happen because they got they thought their house was haunted. I'm just telling you what happens. <sighs> so uh, basically, 
Uh, you're hanging out. You know yeah. what I mean? Surfing around. Surfing all over the goddamn town, you know? And yeah. so um, you kind of go home uh, after a long day of surfing and strutting. It sounds like they're and all you- long days of surfing, Pat, if that's my primary mode of transportation. Yeah, it's long, but it's rewarding. It's kind of like life. All right. I, 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 no. That, anyway, so you come home and you're like, oh, whatever. <sighs> and you think to yourself like, oh, boy, I am ready to hit the hay. Yeah. And uh, you've been perfecting this move lately when you go to when you go to uh, when you go to bed where uh, you'll start walking towards your room and taking your clothes off like as you get into your room. Yeah. Like walk towards it rather. And you like you'll walk in and you'll just like leap through the air. And by the time you leap through the air, that's when you've like ripped your um, your shirt off. full. So you're fully nude and you're just leaping through the air like a fucking rocket in World War Two, dude. And you land on your goddamn bed and you are asleep instantly. So I... I take, for some reason, my shirt is the last thing to come off, which means I'm pantsless and I'm not wearing underwear, but I'm it wearing it. I'm still wearing a alive. shirt. It makes me yeah. feel like a child, Pat. Yeah, but your shirt's big enough that it covers up your junk. So Why am I wearing tall of, tees all of a sudden? It's just what you do. So you jump into the bed and you fall asleep pretty much immediately. Uh, you dream of a, a howling void. And you wake up and you think to yourself, like, uh, you think to yourself, what the heck? And um, you're like, uh, it's like you're kind of like you're you're aware that it's not morning, really. It's it's like 4 a.m. That oh, okay. kind of deal. And you think to yourself, like, oh, I should probably get up and take a piss. But you find that you can't move. <sighs> like I have sleep paralysis. The thought of lifting your leg off of that fucking bed is as insane to you as the thought of Christ's love for us all. So you can't like move at all and you're like, what the heck? And suddenly you become aware that there's like a figure standing at the foot of the bed. There's a figure at the foot of the bed. Yeah, he kind of looks like almost like a shadow kind of, you know. No, Pat. I I don't know what I don't know. You he's tell a me, shadow I, person. He's he's, a, he's made of a shadow. Yeah, and he goes. You just hear him go. Uh, hey, uh, hey, what's up? It's uh, it's me, PD paralysis. What's going on, Aaron? Son of a what bitch. Do you, what do you do? I can't fucking move, Pat. I don't have a lot of options right now. No. You're, you're telling me I'm frozen in place. I can't fucking move. But you hear the no. You hear his voice in your head. So you kind and, and then you kind of realize like. Oh boy! I bet if I think something, he'll be able to hear it. If that's what do you do? I don't have to do a goddamn thing because I just I just thought that. And if if this is what I'm, if this is where I'm coming from, and thinking like, this guy's listening to my thoughts and he's listening to me think, oh gee, I bet he can hear me if I think something. Like fucking you, uh, Ward then Cleaver. You him, then you hear him go like, "Oh boy, hey, uh, don't mean to uh, intrude, but." Well, yep. too fucking late. I'm stuck in my bed. I can't move. I'm assuming it's because you're here or something you did. He goes, all right. He goes, all right, look, I'll I'll, I'll come clean with you, Aaron. <laughs> he goes, uh, he goes on to explain that he is uh, from the, the Shadowverse 
And he goes on, uh, which is a different universe uh, form of existence for, for different, you know, form of existence where, you know, it's like shadows and, you know, it's basically pretty much exactly what you think it is. And so he basically is like, he goes, hey, uh, I got to be honest, man. Like, I'm, I'm just kind of sent here, too, and I can't move either. So um, I feel like you're being hostile towards me. And you're in my honest? fucking house. You're in my goddamn house at the foot of my bed. I'm completely nude underneath this blanket. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I can sleep on top of the sheets, you know, like, oh, dude, you know you what I mean? on top of those sheets. So I'm just you're on top of those sheets, oh, like white on rice, man. Bro. I'm just I'm I'm on top of the sheets laying down my genital. Everything is just exposed to the world. Pat, this is to the elements. Very unsettling to me. He goes, and so the guy goes, ha ha, PD paralysis. He goes, all right, Aaron, uh, look, I know this is, this must be incredibly humiliating for you. The fact that I'm just looking at your, your junk or whatever, but Hey, if I see something I haven't seen before, I'll throw a stick at it. Know what I'm saying? No, you fucking won't. Cause it's my body and you're looking at my junk. Just <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Why are we he goes, stuck here? He goes, look, I don't know. He's like, basically, um, Every once in a while, I just get called into your your plane of existence, and uh, I kind of act sort of as this like shadow guard, I guess. I don't know. He's like, look, I'm not happy about this either. So how about we just start over? I feel like we got off on the wrong foot. What's your favorite band? Fuck off, Beatty. He just wants to get to know you. I don't want to get to know him. I don't want to get to know him at all. I want to be unfrozen. I want this shadow man to be out of my fucking bedroom <laughs> at the foot of my bed while I'm completely nude in a very vulnerable position. Also probably very unflattering, let's be frank. This is not the way I want to be seen and or remembered. Honestly, you'd be surprised. No, you, I would be, Pat. But I, I don't want any part of this. No part at all. So Petey's like, all right, well, you know, I kind of thought we could maybe get, you know, get to know each well, other. No, but- you're wrong. He goes, all right, I'll, I just, you want me just not to say anything? Yeah, 100%. So he just falls silent. Good. You just kind of uh, stare at him, not being able to move. <sighs> just going to wait it out. Yeah, eventually you kind of like, uh, he kind of fades away. You kind of like wake up or whatever. You're like, that was weird. Yeah, Pat, it was fucking weird. Why is there just this laissez-faire attitude about every time somebody barges into my fucking apartment and stands at the foot of my bed while I'm asleep and nude? Why is this just like this, oh, ho-hum kind of thing? What's going on at Sandstone? What else can you do? You know? I'm terrified. So, yeah, you're a little upset. Um, So, basically, uh, what ends up happening is uh, you're kind of like, oh, that was a weird dream or whatever. Uh, you bound out of bed Ugh. and uh, you kind of like start your day. You know? Yeah. You go outside. Uh, it's your day off. You're like, I'm going to go get some effing breakfast. There's a nearby diner that you like a lot. Okay. It's called Breakfast City. And it uh, you go there and instead of having like a manager, there's like a uh, he's called like the mayor. And instead of like a. Oh, okay. Um, like an expediter, there's like a comptroller or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, and so, uh, what's the like dishwasher? Like the dishwasher? Yeah. What's what his role? Mean? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. He is. Um, 
senator. <laughs> All right. Hey. Respect respect the role. You know what I mean? Sure. It's not an easy think, job. And you kind of think to yourself, you're like, hell, got him. Hell yeah. So you go there for uh, for some some breakfast. Uh, you sit down. Waitress yeah. comes over. Hey, hon, what could I get you? What do you know? What do you normally get for breakfast there, Brooksy? Um, I mean, it, it would depend. You know, uh, I think it's hard to beat like a good uh, breakfast hash. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, are there do, do they have biscuits? Oh, they've got biscuits. Are they are they like made in house or are they good? You know how they have uh, sometimes at some restaurants they have a thing that they'll make the salad at the table. Yeah, yeah. They make the biscuit at the table. That's so fucking dumb, Pat. Have you made so, a biscuit uh, before from scratch? <laughs> you know how long it takes. You know how like precise it's got to be to make one biscuit. Well, these guys have it, fi- you know, figured out. So uh, you sit there, you order your usual uh, biscuits and honey. <laughs> My goddamn fat bear. What the fuck, Pat? Like biscuits and honey is my yeah. usual. Because what happened is you put out a second album and you named it Biscuits and Honey. No, Pat, and the on. the owner of the place just really of Breakfast City just really liked the album a lot. So we so we named a, a thing after you. So you feel like because uh, you don't pay when you go there. Can we tell? So you feel uh, Can we tell? Can we give the people a peek behind the curtain? Is that. My my stand up record is called Secrets <laughs> because on this show I was given hypothetical where I had a stand up record called Secrets and we uh, made it into reality. So that's why I don't want it. That's why I don't want the name of my second album to be what was it? Biscuits and Honey. Biscuits and Honey. I'm and not doing a, that. And then in uh, parentheses, the life of a hero. <laughs> god damn i i need to be knocked down a few pegs if that's what i'm doing well i mean mean, no but like you just thought it was kind of funny (laughs) it's not like you really meant it okay well that's good yeah so you get your usual or whatever that sucks i love breakfast so much and you're gonna give me biscuits and honey pat so uh your breakfast is brought to you and uh you take uh, the first bite, and uh, I got to be honest with you. It's the best biscuit you've ever tasted in your fucking life. Man. It feels like the honey is dancing on your tongue, you know? Dance away, baby. It's doing the cha-cha, bro, oh. on your goddamn taste buds. So you take a few bites, and then uh, suddenly there's like a, a hand on your shoulder. Yeah, that's terrifying. And from behind you, you hear what is possibly the worst Baltimore accent that you've ever heard in your fucking life. Oh. What's he say? He's like, hey, dear, Aaron. Oh, no. He goes, oh, it's me, the Wizard of Baltimore, hon. <laughs> and you just like, like in the distance, you can smell some old bassy. <laughs> yeah. And you look down at your biscuit and suddenly there's some old bass seasoning on the biscuit. 
Old Bay and honey on a biscuit. Yeah. And he goes, hey, can I sit down with you, hon? Man, I I don't want to be a I don't want anybody near me. I was I am fresh off an insane episode of sleep paralysis where there was a man in my bed. I want to be alone. Sure. You know? So what do you say to him? Uh I would I would say, look, I'm in the middle of breakfast. I've had a rough morning. Uh I'd, I'd prefer to just, you know, eat alone if that's okay. And he goes, Oh no. I haven't felt this down in the dumps since Kale Ripkin retired, hun. I'm really sorry that you had to witness, you know, the career of a legend, but I uh, had a very rough morning and I would prefer to eat alone. I'm, I'm sorry. Normally, I, I, of course, but my, my he goes, all right. He drops like a small envelope in front of you. Oh, fuck. I go, you, dro- you, I go, you drop this, sir. And he goes, it's for you, hun. <sighs> And you kind of look down and it says, and like you just hear him, like you see him like walk away or whatever. And uh, you look down and it says, like, and you don't know how you can tell this, but the handwriting, you know that it, the handwriting is in the worst Baltimore accent <laughs> that you have ever <laughs> heard in your life. Yeah. It smells like uh, Natty Bow beer. Yeah. Okay. You bring it to your nose and you inhale deep. Oh, I don't think I would inhale deep, Pat. If I'm just gonna take a big old whiff of shitty beer, I think I'd smell it and go, "Oh, gross." <laughs> I'm not gonna take a big whiff of something that smells like that. <laughs> you take that fucking whiff, <laughs> you and you're like, bitch. and you're like, "Wow, what a morning!" And um, you kind of like you're about to open it, and you're like, "Ah, whatever." I'll open it later. You put it down. You turn back to your fucking biscuits. Yeah. You chomp into them. Within uh, about 30 seconds, the biscuits and honey are gone from your fucking plate. I just crushed it's, that is what you're it's telling It's almost me. like they never existed in the first place. God damn. Slow down, Aaron. Learn to appreciate things. You say that to yourself for the, uh, the fifth time that week as, yeah. as you get up. You leave like a ten dollar tip. You know they they don't they don't charge you there, but you're like you know you want to take care of the. Oh, uh, okay, you know. yeah, sure. So I mean, I'm only ordering that. biscuits and honey. It's not like it's sure. a real menu item or anything. No, it's a real menu item. Great, of course it is. It's called the Brooks <laughs> Delight. <laughs> oh, no, it's just it's a two biscuits covered, smothered. Are they open face or are they like still? together oh they are open baby so it's it's four little biscuits there four little biscuits and a heap of honey (laughs) so um you uh put the money down and as as you walk out like you're like a regular there so all the way you kind of go like all right you know see you guys soon and all of the wait staff turn around and look at you. And in unison, they all go, bye bye, Brooksy. And they kind of go like me. They kind of like do like wave goodbye. Oh. You know? <laughs> they do it every time you go there. Great. This is humiliating. No, it's fucking cool, dude. So you walk outside and you kind of think to yourself like, wow, what a what a life. And then your stomach explodes. What the fuck, Pat? Why so does my stomach the- explode? The Wizard of Baltimore was there to warn you that uh, you were gonna, your stomach was going to explode. Why the fuck didn't he just, just tell me that? 
That's something you, you just, just tell a person. You wouldn't you wouldn't require them to sit down with you at the fucking breakfast table. You would say, hey, hey, before you do anything else, your stomach is going to explode. Not, well, can I sit with you? Fuck off. That sucks. You know, the last thing you think to yourself is, fuck off, and then you die. What was in that fucking envelope, Pat? He was going to warn you against... He was going to write me a goddamn letter? He couldn't just say it to my face the same way he said, a dear, or whatever the fuck it was? He's going to... likes to be mysterious, I guess. I don't know. Well, I'm dead. You died. 